Welcome back to Hot Takes with Kate. I am extremely excited for this podcast. Uh, we have my good friend, Ellie Pace. Um, and I just recently did a video with her called Faith Over Fear that I posted on all my social media platforms. And it was one of the most amazing videos ever. Um, and what happened that day was absolutely amazing. Um, just kind of the things we experienced and how God was speaking to us in ways we've probably never experienced before. Um, and we are going to talk all about it, but we're also going to talk about Ellie and her journey with the Lord, um, and her photography business. And I am really excited. I think it's going to be so much fun. Ellie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Hi, y'all. What's up? <laughs> this is bringing me right back. I had a podcast in college and uh, it no longer exists on the internet. So don't go try to look for it. That's Yours awesome. is much more professional. Like, I love it. <laughs> I, well, I tried to do my best with it. I don't know. Hopefully it's going well, but I'm learning a lot to say the least. Yeah. So anyways, well, Ellie, I know you've listened to a few of my podcast episodes, so, you know, I always start out a podcast with a hot take. Now, mm -hmm. we didn't really, like, I don't think we prepped as much for this podcast as I usually do, uh -huh. but I kind of feel like sometimes it can go better that way. <laughs> um, so give us, let's start out your hot take, because let's learn more about you. So your hot take on photography, um, or just in general about your life so far think something you've learned uh, oh this is a photography specific one that i feel like a lot of photographers whatever have a whole thing against um your gear does not define your talent wow that's good mm -hmm. why why do you say that I feel like, um, especially as someone who uh, loves new things, I love like the newest whatever. I'm like definitely the first on the bandwagon to like want that thing. As a photographer, it's really hard sometimes to be like, oh, like if I just have this camera or this lens or this like microphone, then I'll be like so much better. And what I've learned is like, it's really about using the gear that you have and learning the most that you can using the gear that you have. Which actually our shoot is a perfect example because I got, I rented a gimbal because I'm not, I'm primarily like a content and content creation and photographer girly, not necessarily like full filmography cinematography person. I was like, Oh, I'm going to get a gimbal and like be official and like have it. And like, and I'm, all my shots are going to be super smooth and I don't have to like edit it all in post. And, and what ended up happening? So I rented it and they didn't have the cable for the Canon camera. So I couldn't use it. Yeah, I know. I remember that. Well, I think you used it to the best ability you could without the cable, yeah. uh, which was quite amazing because that thing, you also recorded one of my friend's weddings with yes. a gimbal. That's how it did work. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, recorded a wedding, but, a wedding with that, and it worked out really well. But this video that we did, um, I used it for about approximately five minutes, and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna run and gun. Like, I'm just gonna hold it and do my best, and it ended up being great. So but honestly, you couldn't even tell. Like that video, the shots that you got were absolutely majestic. Like, I can't <laughs> even explain it. I mean, I it was. I was getting them, and I was like, no freaking way. <laughs> That was amazing. And you know, <laughs> it's so funny because you really just preached a sermon because God only gives you what you need. Um, and we don't always get everything that we want. Um, but you know, he gives us really strong gifts, um, even when we can't see it. <laughs> and I truly believe that you used your photography gift in that moment, videography gift. Um, because I mean, it, it turned out amazing. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, <laughs> it was, we had so many lessons that day. Um, you know, it like started raining. We'll get into it in a second, but yeah, no, it's true. Everything could have possibly gone wrong. Felt like it was going wrong at the beginning. And we, we thought it wasn't going to happen for a bit. 
No, we were driving there. We we're like, okay, <laughs> is this happening or not? <laughs> and I mean, like, just how fitting was all of that with what the video was talking about? Faith True. over fear, yeah. like, just so wild. Um, but anyways, well, I think that's actually a great hot take for all the photographers, videographers out there. Anyways, no, that was a great hot take, Ellie. Um, I really love that. Um, kind of tell us more about how you got into photography, what that journey was for you, how God has tested you throughout that since <laughs> college. <laughs> it's like that TikTok sound, like, and what was your whatever? It's like, do Lulu is the Lulu or whatever. <laughs> it's like, that's like totally what it yeah. is. Yeah. Um, so I guess I've always been interested in photography in some kind of way. I have always been creative for my entire life. Um, but in college, I think junior year, my friends were like, hey, can you take our grad photos? Um, and I was like, okay, sure, yeah, that's like fun. People in front of pretty things. SMU is really pretty, so duh. Um, took a few that kind of spread like wildfire. And I had so many clients like junior and senior year of college. I also was in a photo minor, um, which didn't really honestly teach me very much. <laughs> What really taught me a lot was um, this retreat I went on last year to Montana with one of my favorite, like, and now we're friends, like, what? Um, photography mentors, Alex Stroll, and learned a lot about photography and um, how to run a photography business, how to get clients, how to, like, stay involved with your local community, how to stay and like, also I have stayed in touch with everyone from that group. I just went to Wyoming with one of the guys and his wife wow. and we went camping. And the last That's time awesome. I saw them in person was in Montana. So I was like, sup, <laughs> I'm your Gen Z friend coming to, to slay the day. <laughs> That's so cool though. Wow. Like to stay, I feel, I feel like when you meet people, uh, not even just retreats, like, but in course of events like that. And then you are able to stay connected. You just know, like, that's where you were meant to be. Fully. It's wild. And like, our, we, are, we have a little WhatsApp group text because a bunch of them all live abroad and travel a ton. So it's on WhatsApp. But um, we, I was just texting in there the other day. I was like, okay, so what platforms do y'all use to do prints? Like, I want to figure out how to do prints maybe this year or next year. Um, what do y'all do? Like, and they, they all send their thing. So it's like fun. It's like still a community. Um, but then as far as like my business and how God's humbled me <laughs> so many times, uh, I had a season, uh, honestly, I feel like I'm still in the season to a degree, but of like, I was living here at home with my parents and, um, and also hot take. If you need to live at home with your parents, Freaking do it. It's like a dream. I mean, as long as you have your like ducks in a row everywhere, like you're, you're trying. Yeah, to I think it's row, like, I feel like living at home is like, honestly, such a gift. Also built like post COVID, like it makes sense. It's like, it's, it was such a gift to live at home for a while. Um, yeah, no, I saw a statistic and I think it said that 29% of uh, people are moving home with their parents to save money for buying a house because it's just so expensive nowadays. Yes. But yeah, it is actually kind of a blessing in some ways. Um, I think as long as, right, you have a goal in mind yes. of when you want to be out. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's like everything though, like not getting too comfortable of where you're at in a season because uh, that season's meant to change and we're also supposed to be evolving throughout time as we get older, um, as we get new jobs. So yeah, no, I think that's true. But as long as you don't get stuck there, <laughs> because I felt like yeah. when I was living at home, I started to get a little too comfortable. I was mm -hmm. like, okay, I think I need to, I need to leave because mm -hmm. this is being unhealthy for me. It's getting unhealthy for my parents and our relationship. And so I said, okay, I need to move out. I need to go live an independent life. And I had the financial stability to do it at that point. And I'm so grateful that I had the opportunity to live at home and build that up. But yeah, no, I totally agree. It is such a blessing. Totally bunny holding. Um, no. That, I mean, that's, that's a, that's a great thing to bring up, but anyways, go back to your, uh, your story. Um, I, so I was living here and it was, this was my office. I was like putting in the work of like, okay, how do I get clients? How do I 
meet people in my community, how to get plugged in. I got plugged in with a local modeling agency. They have a big networking shoot once a quarter. Got to go to that, shot models and scenes way out of side of my comfort zone. But really like through that, learned how to like direct models and direct people and also just make connections and networking through that. Um, some of the studio owners, like we're friends now, like it's just like starting to build. And then, you know, through that, those models have invited me to other networking things that I've been able to go to. Again, not really in the sphere of work that I want to be doing. Like I want to be in like West right now in this current season, as I'm recording this, <laughs> I want to be in like Western lifestyle and work with horses and ranchers and like, you know, big brands like Yeti or Howler Brothers or Sendero Provisions. Like I want to work with these like big names um, because like that's the vibe, I guess, of my photography right now is like very like old school, wild west. And like that's always been a style I've gravitated towards. Um, so that's what I'm working on right now. But um, God really humbled me and like was like, you're going to leave all of your friends in Dallas you're going to move home to Austin where you also, at the time, I really did not want to move here. It was definitely supposed to be like a stepping stone um, of like, we're going to live there at home and we're going to go move somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. Um, I moved here and, you know, had to, had to figure out new routines um, for a while. My, like my parents were my community group. Like I had been in this, like, and, and, you know, and like in Dallas, there's like this big culture of like, you go to church, you have your community group, you go to those two things and like, you're set, like you're checked. I, I don't want to say check the box. Cause at the time when I was no, living but... there, like, I love that stuff. Like I want that now, like I'm slowly getting there, but like, it was such a culture shift for my family to be my community group. That was like, so weird for me, but it ended up being such a blessing because I've gotten to know my parents as like people and not just like my parents, which has been like weird and cool. But um, God was really like, you need to slow down. Fun fact. <laughs> and I'm like, what yeah. do you mean? I'm just getting started. Like I just graduated and then COVID screwed up, screwed up the job market. And now I'm living at home and I feel like such a failure and whatever. And he's like, hey, guess what? July. I'm like, you're crazy. July, it's January. I don't want to wait that long. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then J July turns out, you know, he was absolutely correct. And since July, it's been ramping up and it's, it's been awesome. So, oh my gosh. Yeah. I think people, you know, God obviously doesn't want us to be isolated, but sometimes he almost puts us in these isolation seasons, which I feel like I'm sort of just coming out of, mm -hmm. uh, which is very weird, right? Because I live in Dallas, I have all these friends and, mm -hmm. um, but I really did. I went through this isolation season where my community group kind of fell apart. And then, um, I was kind of exploring, Hey, you know, maybe I can just do it with my normal group of friends. And I was really trying to explore that, explore other churches. Um, and now I'm kind of in a season where I'm like, okay, no, I want to try this again. Um, go into more of a formal community group at my church, getting involved at my church. Um, and yeah, it's definitely taking almost like a leap of faith and doing that because uh, you don't know what is going to happen next. You don't know if it's going to turn out bad again. You don't, you know, <laughs> and you're like, God, do whatever you want. Like submission to God is so hard. It is so hard. And I think yeah. that's what you truly did in that season. Um, and I tell all my friends that have done that, like, that is the bit that that's so much faith right there, because, uh, to actually say it is different than to actually do it. And when you're actually in it, it is hard. It is so hard to fully submit your life to Christ. Um, because you don't know what he has planned. You really don't. It's so unexpected. You don't know what's next. And you're kind of just living in this cloud that's floating along and you don't know what you're going to run into. <laughs> well, like there's um, this great verse that I always, I'm going to pull it up. Just go yes. Go. It's about it. The verse is about anxiety really, but I've, and in seasons of like, I don't know what the heck is going on, but I know that there's a, that I can see kind of, which is also such a privilege in and of itself. Like I can kind of see how this could work out for good. Um, in seasons like that, 
I turn back to this verse like all the time. I actually have a pinky ring that I'm not wearing right now, but it has WLD for like wildflowers. And you probably know which one I'm talking about. It's like Luke, Luke 12, 27 through 30. Uh, I'm reading CSB version. Consider how the wildflowers grow. They don't labor or spin thread. Yet I tell you, not even Solomon in all his splendor was adorned like one of these. If that's how God clothes the grass, which is in the field today and is thrown into the furnace tomorrow, how much more will he do for you? You have, and he says you have little faith at the end, but he's, what he's talking about is like, you're doubting mm. me. And I'm like, actually like the most powerful person ever. <laughs> like, friend yeah. <laughs> I got you like you're you're a human you're so much more than a flower and like I provide so much for the flowers like I you I got this you're good so yeah. I think I turn I turn back to that a lot in oh uh, it's so good Ellie times <laughs> like oh if flowers can do it I can do it <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's a good way to put it <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard someone put it that way, but I like If that. the that's hydrangea true. bush can do it, I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> so true, though. But it's like, man, like God truly ha- is holding our hand, and we don't even know it. And it was actually the, the um, sermon in church today, kind of just holding your hand through the storm. Like God is always there. And to keep, I think the hardest part, right, is we sometimes deflect from keeping our eyes fixed on him. And we can sometimes get pulled away from mm-hmm. keeping our eyes on him. And that's when we maybe start to go down a dark hole and we feel like this isolation season totally. or the season where we're going through a horrible, painful time. Um, we It feels like an even worse time, right? But really God is shaping us and he's shaping our next step and who he's going to bring into our life next Um And we just don't even know it. And I think that's really just through reading his word. Like for you to have that verse on your mind when you're going through a tough season, like that is so, that's the importance of reading the word. Like that is just. Like you gotta have the tools to equip you. Like, and I, and I remember for so long in college before I like really like, as I, as I like tell people, like I dug my heels in before I like dug my heels into faith, truly, like actually for me, actually, for everyone else, I've, I've, I've always been a Christian, but like for me and like how I see the most faith growth for me when before I dug my heels in, I was like doing all the things that you're supposed to do. And then when I dug my heels in, I was like, no, like reading the word is actually, <laughs> it is, it does actually do yeah. like, change your heart. It changes your outlook. It changes like when you have, when you have these seasons where you're like, kind of being tugged away from like looking at the Lord and like prioritizing him in your life, having scripture already like embedded in you makes it that much easier to come back, like come back up to the surface instead of like continue to wander off like a lost sheep. Yeah, it's so true. And kind of two points off that you made me think of, um, was I was at the porch uh, back in college, and I'll never forget this. Uh, Jonathan Pecluda, uh, he, JP. yep, JP, uh, when he was leading the porch, he said, I'll never ever forget it. He said, You know, Satan can tear you down, but don't let him tear you down for long. And I'm like, Man, so each time I feel like I'm getting down on myself and not keeping my eyes fixed on God or speaking truth and lo- and life into my life. Um, I'm like, man, Satan, you got me down, but only for a hot second. And, only for a hot second, yeah. You ain't and got you can't, you can't Mm-mm. keep me down. You can, you can kick me, but you can't keep me down. Yeah, you can't hold me down. And I think it's just so powerful to really think of that. And going back to being in the Word, um, I pulled out. I told you I pulled out a few verses out of my little verse box. And uh, one of them I pulled out was Proverbs 2, 6, and it says, For the Lord gives wisdom, and from his mouth came knowledge and understanding. And so if we want to have wisdom and to have, you know, knowledge and understanding, we need to be in the word. That is the closest thing that we have to being wise or to becoming wise. Yeah, the wisest people I know are always pointing back to scripture. They're never just like spitting words at you. They're like, "No." no, but it says this and this. And then this and this, and then this relates to this. And I'm like, okay, wow. Okay. I need to get into the scripture. Not because it's like 
like yeah. a to-do. It's because it's like, this is how you grow a relationship with someone. You spend time with them. Yeah, like, exactly. Literally the easiest way is like opening that sucker up. Actually, wait, I have a story. <laughs> so, go for it. Go. From, from go. literally last night, because last night I was like, I kind of had like a, literally what we're talking about of like, okay, God, I feel like the last month has the two months has been like so busy and so great for me and my like career and like world and like meeting new friends, like just like really just popping off. And, um, I was like, okay, I feel it. I feel the little, a little bit of a drift happening and I want to like re recenter and like marinate in this, like eyes fixed on you and not on like worldly things. Cause like, while this is all great, like my life is not about, this it's about you so like how do we how do we acknowledge this but then also you but then primarily you and so last night I was like I don't even know what to read like I just don't I like mm. I haven't I hadn't been in the word in a while like I hadn't like really put in the time to like build that relationship what we're talking about and I was like I was like man I feel so guilty God like I'm literally going on a podcast tomorrow about my faith. And I'm like, I just haven't read in so oh. long. And I was like, what do you want me to read? I'll just, I'll just, I'll do whatever you want. Like what first book that comes to mind? First number that comes to mind and like would read that book and that chapter, which if you're unfamiliar with like the Holy Spirit and like hearing from God, like I can, I totally get that, that, and that's something that that's a whole other bunny hole of like, things that I've learned since the last year is like yeah. the Holy Spirit is in us. Like as long as it's Bible focused, like I don't, th I don't find that creepy, like to hear from God and mm -hmm. to listen to get visions in your dreams and like stuff like that. Like, I don't find that creepy. Whereas like college me and like the deep, dark, not dark. Okay. Dark is not the right word in the trenches of like mega church watermark. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, like Bible and God, but we're not really talking about the Holy Spirit. Like that, mm. that, that season me would have been freaked out by this. But like in this moment, I was like, okay, I don't know what to read. I know that I need to hear from you. What do you want me to, what, what's, what's a hot take you want me to read? And he gave, he gave me, I was so, I was like, okay, I'm like sweating right now. <laughs> yeah. He pinpointed Dang. exactly what I needed to hear in this moment. Like he gave me a fluffy yeah. and like Psalms. And then he gave me a really hardcore one in Jeremiah. And then he ended on revelation. And I was like, okay, my, my good sir, I have been humbled in this moment. I appreciate you. And thank you for, for working with me mm. through this exercise. Cause oh, I forget what yeah. I was talking about, but that's, that's, that's like a great story of like, I have chills because it's so true. Like when you really ask God to give you the direction that you need to go in, in his word, he really does give it to you. And you just have to ask him and be patient and still with him. Um, and I think being in a quiet place is so important when doing that and removing your cell phone, all the distractions. Boy. I literally have chills. I know <laughs> like my phone was upstairs. Like I was, I was fair. I was using my iPad for my Bible or whatever. Yeah. But, um, it was, it was, I was like, it was like 11 at night. I was like, okay. So I've been watching reality TV. I'm watching the new season of Selling Sunset right now. I'm like, I've been watching it for quite a while this evening and I need to like refocus. So I can yeah. feel the like, cause I feel like when you talk, watch a lot of, at least for me, when I, I'm mm. a very, I'm a very spongy person. Um, yeah. when you, when you absorb a lot of negative, negative vibes, then it also kind of spits back out. It totally does. You so have to like, be... I have to be so careful about what I'm like taking in or what I'm ignoring because it'll come, yeah. it'll, it'll spit back out. And I'm like, Oh, okay. <laughs> it does. It's truly guarding your heart because I've always said this, what you seek is what you feed your mind and what you feed your mind will eventually affect your heart. And if you think about it, they're all aligned within one another. Mm -hmm. And I found that you know, if I'm consistently, um, creating a pattern for myself and seeking worldly things, uh, I have to take a step back. I have to be like, wait, what, what is my focus right now? And I'm guilty of it all the time. Um, you know, I, I'm constantly having to remind myself, but you know, 
we're sinners. We're, we're not perfect. And just because we're Christians doesn't mean we're perfect day to day. Uh, it's, it's hard being a Christian. It's a struggle to consistently keep your eyes fixed on God. Um, but that is just the gift of grace and, um, truly just the, you wanting to seek him and you wanting to be better for him. And I think that's a heart conviction. Like you were saying, you can go through the motions, right? Like reading your Bible, going to church, totally. but it's truly when your heart is convicted that the Holy Spirit, right, does speak through you, like you said. Uh, and that's just so good because, yeah, I've, I've felt that. And you can't you can't explain it to anyone unless they really, truly experience it. Yeah, yeah. It's especially, like, the Holy Spirit speaking through you stuff and, like, the visions and the dreams and stuff. It's like that stuff is, like, I've been in – in the past, I've been in conversations with people at various, like, spots in their faith and i think that everyone is everyone's faith is that's between you and god yeah. like that's yeah that's on that's no no one else can like look at that and be like i'm gonna judge that because that's mm-hmm. not for them to, like that's not for even like your faith with god like that's not for me to be like that's weird no. you know it's like that's between you and god that's between you like you and yeah. the creator it, you know that's true and i think yeah, i mean there are some christians that tend to step overstep their boundary on that um i think right um there's like a healthy like you know your good friends are gonna be like okay so if there's something weird happening like they're gonna speak on that like that's what community is for right yeah exactly it's like in the generic world view it's like yeah your faith is between you and the creator you know yeah no 100 percent. yeah and i think your convictions truly do come from him. If you're, you're really seeking him with all your heart and with all your will, like, I think it's a will thing. Um, you know, I think there's a peace when the Holy spirit speaks to you, there's a peace that comes over it and there's confirmation. Like God gives you confirmation. Uh, It's not fear. If it's fear, it's from the devil. And that's a whole different thing, which is, uh, we should, we should just get into talking about the video because, I think <laughs> we're, we're like, we're trying to beat around the bush. We're putting it off, <laughs> but there's just so much that went into this video. Um, if you don't mind, can I get started on how no, this please, came to be? Please. Yeah, let's do it. Um, so I think it's I, so cool. I'm like, <laughs> like when you, uh, okay, okay. I'll talk about it after you. Okay. Oh you my gosh. <laughs> Too <So>, many words. <laughs> I know. It's just, there's, there's, I might have to make this two parts, honestly. Um, but I'm a runner. Um, running has been my stress reliever post rowing in college. And I remember one day back, I think it was in the spring. Um, I was on a run and, um, I, some, I, most of the time listen to worship music. Sometimes I'll listen to like pop music if I really need a motivator that day, um, with some like hype beats. (laughs) Um, but yeah, but, uh, I actually have started to listen to worship music, um, or like Lecrae, um, which is like a Christian rapper, um, while working out, uh, because I find when I'm working out, I, my mind and my heart can be affected, uh, based on the music I'm listening to. And that's just a personal conviction I've had, uh, probably in the past year. Um, and it's been really amazing to work out to worship because my whole mindset has changed in, um, my outlook on working out and my body image. And, uh, I really truly believe it puts me in a good mindset. Um, but anyways, I was on this run, I was listening to worship music and, uh, while I'm on the run, like I have this whole sermon come over me. I can't even explain it. Uh, I get chills and I am literally texting Ellie. I'm voice memoing her. <laughs> I'm a good voice memo. (laughs) Ellie, I have this video idea. Like, I've never wanted to really, like, create a video. And I'm like, I have this idea. I don't know why, but I feel like God is pushing me to do this. And, like, I just can't explain it. But here's the idea. And I kind of told you, like, what I had in mind. Um, And I didn't write the sermon out. So, you know, I hope God – I truly do believe God gave me the words for this video. But – I think it may have been a little different from what I was thinking on my run, <laughs> but, uh, anyways, I, I had this idea to do a video and, um, I went through a really tough time as an athlete and, uh, I was medically retired and 
so getting, I hadn't been back in a boat in six years, a long time since uh, my sophomore year of college. And uh, last time I rode, I was in severe pain. So to get back in a boat was kind of scary. I'm not going to lie. Um, I didn't know how I was going to do. I didn't know how my body was going to feel. Um, my body got pretty beat up and, um, yeah, I, I, I was definitely scared to do it, but I'm like, I just need to go do this. And, oh my gosh, I actually might start <laughs> But I know, I don't know why. <laughs> no, I love, okay, okay, could I cut in for a sec? I am so proud of Caitlin because she just freaking, like, first of all, she couldn't have picked a better human to film with because <laughs> yes, I, that's like my key, my, like, I guess, unique selling point or whatever or uh, whatever yeah. key phrase there's there is but it's like every single one of my clients will tell me like I love shooting with you because you make me feel like I've known you forever mm-hmm. you make me feel loved you make me feel welcome you make me feel mm-hmm. like it's like true. I'm not like I don't look dumb like you make me like even like the silly poses we do like the uh, oh like <laughs> you don't look dumb yeah. like I mean you look yeah. you look a little dumb but like the photo looks sick you know yeah. and so it's like I and like I've I, I that's like that's like my my mm. me and like the Holy Spirit and God like that's our that's I feel like my it's your ministry goal, ministry on this planet on this in this mm-hmm. lifetime that I have is to make people feel welcome yeah. and make people feel like they are known and loved in whatever scenario we're in and so I love I love that that you're like I'm gonna yeah. get into a boat for the first time and, really, gonna yeah. it, and this is kind of sketchy but we're gonna do it anyway <laughs> no and it was so wild right like I'm getting in a single a single boat like if you don't know rowing is like very hard it's not hard to row, I would say, but like, you have to have a lot of balance. There's no one else balancing the boat for you. So like it could have gone wrong. I think I was in a wider boat. So it was very uncommon that I would probably flip, but, um, to say the least, like I just hadn't rowed in six years, which is a very long time, um, to not have been on the water. Um, and immediately when I got back on, it was uh, surreal, but, um, yeah, anyway, so going into this video is definitely very weird, um, but I was also very excited because I definitely feel like I healed my relationship with rowing and my outlook on it, uh, especially during COVID, uh, because I had a lot of resentment in a way towards rowing uh, because it caused me so much pain. Like my physical and mental well being uh, after I had to give up rowing was horrible. I had an identity crisis. Um, there were a lot of things, but anyways, I can get into that in a whole another episode. Um, but yeah, so going into this video, um, the morning we wake up, Ellie's in town for the whole weekend. You know, we went and watched football the previous day. We had a great time. Um, pony? yeah, pony up. Um, and so anyways, we wake up the next morning for this video at like five forty-five, five thirty. 5 <laughs> Um, so early I'm like trying to depuff my face. So like, it looks okay. <laughs> this video. Um, but we wake up and it's raining and I'm like, Oh no, like this is so awful. Um, but anyways, we keep going, we get there and on our way and we're driving. And I'm like, Ellie, Oh my gosh, it's raining. It's raining. But God is going to provide a rainbow in the midst of the storm. He always does. I said, if this is really what he wants, like, and this is going to be to his glory, he's going to provide a rainbow. Well, we, which at her, the time I was like, okay, Caitlin, like he's going to provide a rainbow. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. So then we get to the boathouse and we're getting our stuff out. It's still raining. They're holding off going on the water because obviously there's lightning, whatever. And so, uh, we get into the boathouse, still raining. We're waiting to see. And then like probably five, 10 minutes later after we get there, the most beautiful <laughs> rainbow ever appears in the sky. I mean, like we just can't even make that up. We no. cannot even make that up. Um, it's still drizzling at this point, but there's no more lightning and there is a rainbow. And I didn't even tell you this, but in the moment I was like, oh my gosh, like God truly wants me to be here. Um, like God, the rainbow is God's promise and his covenant and, um, the stripes of the rainbow are all his promises to us. Um, 
And that's truly what the rainbow represents. And I just want to say that so clearly um, because I think the rainbow can be symbolized for so many other things nowadays, but that's truly what the rainbow was created and he created the rainbow and that's what it was created on. Um, but yeah. Um, oh, no, I mean, but <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll, it's in the video. A photo. Yeah. I'll insert a photo of it and it was just absolutely majestic. But anyways, so kind of going on that, we get on the water, the sky's beautiful. The water's super flat. And what, 30 minutes later, we see another rainbow on the water. The other one had disappeared and we right, see another so one. It's like we were filming for a while and it started, I guess, thundering. And so she was like the boat driver lady. Was yeah. Like, you you continue the story. Go in. <laughs> we have to go in and um, the sky started to break a little bit and started becoming very orange because the sun was out more. Those, those clips are my favorite clips that I've ever shot, like video yeah. wise, besides camp, like camp is a whole other category. Um, yeah. but like the way that the water was like flat, but then it was also drizzling, but then it was also orange. And then it was also like the sun was coming out. It was insane. Um, and then like not shortly after the sun had broken, like another rainbow fully. Yeah. Just another rainbow. It, it was, off. it was just insane. We were like, okay, like that was rainbow number two, just to keep keep yeah. track. Okay, yeah, this is not the same rainbow. This. Like the other one had been long gone. Okay, yeah, it didn't okay. appear. It, it, it happened, and then it went away, and then this was yeah. a whole different rainbow, a whole different spot. Yeah, you um, keep going with the story, Ellie, because I've okay. kind of introduced um, it. And so, okay, also intermittently, like. You know, I have my whole gimbal issue and we have like other like yes, me, me check and like on the on the flip side of like Caitlin being like, okay, I'm going in, getting on this boat. I got to like take it off the thingy and like take it to the thing and like put it in the water. Meanwhile, I'm like, okay, so my gimbal's not working. Um, this lens that I wanted to use is too heavy for the gimbal. So I can't use it with the gimbal, but also the gimbal's not working. But also this lens is too like my, I was getting in my head about my gear. Basically, I was like, okay, I yeah. don't have the lens to use. I don't know if I should bring extra batteries because my cameras Aww. tends to die out when I'm using a gimbal. I didn't even know all this. <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't tell you. I like this is all this is all internal photographer stress. If you're a photographer, you understand what I'm talking about, especially when you have a camera that's like, like my whole my whole gear thing. I was talking about earlier, like, oh well, if I had a the R5, like my camera wouldn't die every four seconds when I'm recording video, which is a, is is why I carry like six extra batteries with me all at all times. I'm like jingling with batteries in my pockets. Um, but, but so I was like, okay, so I'm going. And also worst fear is to drop my camera in the water. So I was, I had a whole other layer of like, I'm going on this, like, was it called skim? A launch, a launch. launch. It's not a boat y'all. It's like a thing with like a platform. it's like a motor boat in a way, kind of motor platform, but like there's not like a it's not like a seat. It's like you just kind of stand there, squat there. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I was I was like, God, please give me peace because I just need to shoot with what I know. And I, I ended up using my like zoom lens, run and gun yeah. without the gimbal. Didn't use the GoPro. Didn't use the extra like UV filter that you're supposed to use. Like I just went with what I knew and didn't bring any extra batteries and it just, it worked. It just magically yeah. worked. And we came back, we came, we were coming back in. We were getting, you were like pulling into the thingy, which you did. Apparently when she came back to the little, the, the dock, dock thing, she did it perfectly. And the, the <laughs> lady was like, whoa, okay. <laughs> Like, yeah, you haven't like, been in a boat in how long? <laughs> yeah, like, I I directly, I mean, you have to kind of, like, back your boat into the dock at a, like, a almost like a perfect angle to get it so that you can reach the dock when you go in. Like, God and I did fully it. orchestrating all of this, fully. Like, there's oh, no yeah. way. I'm like, you haven't been in a boat in so long. Like, <laughs> this and, is awesome. And it was just so cool because we kind of got to talk about my podcast and like this, what we were doing this video for to some of the masters rowers yeah, were there. To not even like, it wasn't even like we were there on our own. Like we were, there were other people there. There were other rowers there. There were like the boat driver lady. There was, you know, yeah, we, it, met, we met an author of another book. Yeah. That's like a really cool. It was, it was really cool. 
to just yeah, like, it, it was just really, it was cool fair. to talk about like our faith and why we were doing this. Yeah. Um, which I feel like God puts you in the right place at the right time. And who knows what seed we planted in someone. Um, but yeah, no, anyways, it was, it was cool. So anyways, go ahead, Ellie with the rest. Oh, I don't know. I mean, what else <laughs> oh, do you want? Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, but anyways, we, we kind of finished the video. We go and do some running shots. Cause I'm like, Oh, this could be cool. And anyways, I think you end up using the GoPro at that point. Yeah, I did. And it I turned out absolutely amazing. You couldn't even tell. Um, but we finished the video. We're driving back home and <laughs> we're on, um, if you live no, in Dallas, mean, that on... was, that was the fourth one. The third one, we were back in the, we, we Wait, were there quick... four? I thought there yeah, were, there were four. There were four. Oh shoot. Yeah. And there was one the night before. So technically five. <laughs> there was, there was, there, there was, was one also the a before. rainbow the night before we shot the rainbow, yeah. which was absolutely insane yeah. that that was like the first one to come about. Um, that one was crazy. That one was like at wait, sunset. Too. So what was the third one? The third Did one I was we were this? back at the, yeah, it was, it wasn't like a full, it was like a stripe Oh, so, you know, you're looking out at the lake and then you see the, at White Rock, you see like the city yeah. skyline. There was like a stripe right above the city that was just oh, like a really, it was like a kind of a right. stripe, but it was just, um, it was just after you had put all this stuff away and I was kind of, yeah. and, the, and then the other crew was coming in and oh, they like, yeah. on, on I don't think I saw it. The dock. I think you wow, were inside. I didn't even know there were Yeah, that four. was like the third one and then we were driving back you can continue this yeah so then we were on mockingbird coming back um which if you live in dallas um you know so you're coming back uh going towards smu and um there's another rainbow and we just like, like our jaws dropped arc. it was like it wasn't even like you know you see like yeah like it was an arc. an arc it was like the entire like and thing. yeah our our jaws totally dropped i faced yeah. my mom and she's like Oh my goodness. Like, are you videoing? <laughs> are you videoing? Like, are you taking pictures? Also like yeah. drive please and safely. <laughs> and I, I just like, I really can only explain that a rainbow comes from God. I mean, you look at the story of Noah's Ark and, um, Noah was in, in the Ark with his family and a few other people and, uh, all these animals and literally the world flooded. Uh, there was nothing left. Um, and they were in there for a, a while, a while. Um, and, uh, anyways, when the storm had cleared and all the water was gone and they were on land, they come out and they just see a rainbow. And God said, this is my promise to you, you know, that I will always be with you and I'm never going to fade away. Um, and, oh, I just like get chills saying it because God is, he's just so good. Like, honestly, um, there's been so many storms in our lives. I think you can agree with that, Ali. And like, yeah. <laughs> just to have that day where he just showed us true faithfulness um, was absolutely amazing. And I truly believe that we were meant to create that video because I think all those rainbows were his consistent confirmation that we were supposed to be doing this. Um, and I think I, that, you know, the script, I didn't come up with it until a few weeks after I initially had another one, which I sent you and you're like, God, oh, maybe reward it, <laughs> which I truly, it, just, it came off. It, I think it was like truly yeah. like straight from your brain because, or straight yeah. from the spirit, because it was very strongly but, worded. And when you're thinking about at least like my backgrounds in advertising and social media, it's like when you're thinking about sharing to a very yeah. large audience. You kind of want to come in a, a little bit softer than where yeah. you're coming in. And yeah, um, and, and you know, it's funny, like it's down, like not, it was, it is still like a zinger of a, of a, of a story, but like, yeah. you know, it's like the approach is a little bit like, yeah, well, it's funny because I sent it to you and I didn't feel great about it. To be honest, I was like, eh, it's okay. Um, and then I was like, okay, I'm just going to start from scratch. And the words that are in this video are truly from the Holy Spirit is all I can say. Um, I did not, they, they were not my own is all I, I, I don't know how to explain it. Um, but when I created that script, I was listening to worship music and there's something about worship music when you're listening and worshiping God, that there are things that come over you. There are words that come over you that are just unexplainable. Um, and I, when I sent it to you, I was like, these are not this. I didn't come up with this. This was God. Yeah. It was insane. Straight fire. 
Yeah. But I think it turned out amazing. And it was just truly a, oh my goodness, what? <laughs> um, amazing video. And if you're looking for a videographer or a photographer, slight plug, Ellie Pace photo. Um, but yeah, no, you're absolutely amazing. You were, I know you were the right person to do it because of the things we share in our faith. Um, and the things I feel like we've both gone through in our lives. Um, it was, it was truly, you were the perfect person to do it. And I just can't thank you enough. Really. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I'm it's so wild because when she, when she reached out to do the video, I kind of got this a little bit of a nudge, like, Hey, you should do that. And really you know, at the time, well, at the time I'll be completely transparent. I was like, she's not going to pay me nearly what I'm, what I'm no, worth. I know. And <laughs> she's going to pay thing, me like a, the friend, the, like the friends and family. Discounted. And here's the thing, right? Like <laughs> I, I like, I have like a good job and everything, right? But all this stuff gets expensive, right? No, I mean, totally. 100%. And I'm like, I was like, this is all I can pay you. And I'm like, God, like if this is meant to happen, she will, she will do this. Prize. No, I, I welcomed <laughs> it with open arms. Cause at the end of the day, I was like, I got, I actually got really humbled in that because I was like, I got really, it was in a time when I was feeling really insecure about my craft and what mm -hmm. I can provide to brands and, when you came to that, I was like, oh, great. So that's another, another friend asking for a favor and whatever. And like, I was kind of being, I was honestly, I was being greedy. I was being greedy. And God really was like, hey, like you're going to do this because it's for me and you're living your life for me, not for you, not for like monetary financial gain, not for whatever, like you're going to do this because you love Caitlin and you love her as a friend and you love me and you love Dallas and you want to, you're, you've always wanted to share with a large audience, like your faith and like your like dedication to your faith. And this isn't about how much you're getting paid. This is about creating for the joy of creating. I mean, but how, and here's the thing, like, I know how much editing takes because I do this podcast. Like, it is a lot of work. It is so much you work. You were on FaceTime the other day and I was like, okay, so this is actually how I, and you're like, oh, frick, sorry. <laughs> yeah, like, it is so much work. Like, the amount of work Ellie put into this photo is insane. Um, I'll pay you over time. <laughs> no, but, um, yeah, I, I think we all get greedy. A lot of people our age get greedy. I mean... We're in our mid twenties. Um, life's not easy. Life's tight. Well, I mean, um, not to bring up the lovely pandemic, but like before that, everyone was like, no, you're going to graduate. You're going to get this amazing job. You're going to crush it. Mm. You're going to get married. You're going to have kids. You're going to do all of the, all of the things. And then that happened. And I think we all kind of took a look at what we actually want and that's what we're all pursuing. And it's awesome to see because like I have a lot of friends who are doing something completely different than what they thought they were going to do freshman yeah. software year and they are crushing it like I have a friend in LA and she's like crushing it in her advertising career but then on the side she's a fully blown influencer and she does all these events and stuff and that's I'm like, awesome like so freaking cool pop off queen she just ran a half marathon today like crushing wow and and I love seeing it because like the beginning of uh, we were in the same ad program at the beginning of the program, she had a very different like goal in mind. And so it's, and I did too. And so it's just, it's really cool to see how such a, it's like God prepares his soldiers for the battles of life. Right. It's like this battle of life that we've all been through and no one will shut up about it. I mean, to be fair, it was a worldwide thing. Okay. So calm down. But like, it taught us how to be like intentional with our time and intentional with what we're pursuing in life. And I'm, I'm grateful for that. So, yeah. Oh yeah. I think the pandemic taught us a lot of things. That's for sure. Um, whole other conversation. Too yeah, its own. I get, I no. get a little, I get a little bunny hole. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Um, like, let's just, just talk about all the things. It just brought up so many thoughts of, you know, everything I learned during the pandemic, but, um, yeah, no. Um, I think that's so good. And I, I just think about the amount of times I've been so greedy, um, with things and in church a few weeks ago, they said, your money is not your own. Your money is God's and God 
brought you into this earth. He has given you the ability to do what you do. And you can't take this money with you. He, this is money is given to you as an instrument to use it for him. And it totally changed my perspective on how I view my finances because I mean, just how often do we get so selfish and, you know, buying certain things for ourselves over maybe, I don't know, getting something for someone else. Like I'm so guilty of that where I'm like, oh, they didn't do it for me. So I'm not going to do it for them. Kind of like petty mindset, but it's also so much greed and it's, a constant battle because we live in a world that idolizes money, honestly. Yeah. And it's like the whole movement on social media. Well, you shouldn't do this if it's not what you're worth. And it's like, I'm only what I'm worth because of Jesus Christ. Not fun fact. I'm actually worth you. a whole lot more, but I choose to steward my money in this way because I'm serving a my father and, and I, I, my worth is in Jesus Christ. It's yeah. not in my money or what yeah. I'm given. Right. I mean, at some level, yeah. Like don't take advantage of other people, but also like, yeah, I don't know. It's just, <laughs> yeah. It's a whole other conversation for sure. The social media movements. <laughs> oh my goodness. I could do a whole podcast on that, but uh, anyways. Yeah. Um, Ellie, we're kind of coming to end, but any final hot takes on faith? Um, anything that you wanted to kind of state off that everything we just talked about? It's so good. <laughs> um, Ellie, thanks for coming on the podcast. This is so much fun. Um, I know, it just felt like a FaceTime that was kind of interviewee vibes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just the microphone and the headphones and whatever, but being recorded. But uh, yeah, no, this was so much fun. Uh, I really am so grateful for you as a friend and um, everything that you did with this video. I think it just really spoke to God's truth and and just so grateful for it. But anyways. Yeah, I'm thankful. I mean, I'm thankful that God like brings people together. Like we have a friend, um, Montana. She's actually been on the pod. Yep. Montana is a connector of people and I never would have met Caitlin without Montana. And so, and I wouldn't have met a lot of other girls that I'm now friends with, um, in Dallas because of Montana. Like, yeah. So that's true. She's the best. I love her. She's the best. Shout out to Montana. (laughs) Shout out Montana. We love you. Yes. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks Ellie. Bye. Bye.